We're live. All right. Happy Halloween weekend. Yeah. By some grace of God, we are live. <laughs> That's true. It was, it was quite a hassle to get going tonight, yeah. but we did it. We and it only we only had to sacrifice John. Yeah. And, and we made it. Yeah. That's all it took to get live tonight. To our Dark Lord. Yeah. On this Halloween's Eve. Yeah. Are you are you doing anything for Halloween this week? This is, I guess this week. Uh, I mean, if you count playing Call of Cthulhu, which comes out on Halloween, uh, something, then I guess, but no, not like anything particular. Everybody I know is working, so <laughs> it's a little hard. Maybe on the weekend. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not a... Usually I would do, have like a, a party or like go to a party. This year we, I didn't, we, like we usually do costumes. We didn't come up with any costumes and then it kind of got like too late. Yeah. So it was just like the, I don't think anything's really happening. Yeah. I mean, and you guys were traveling a bunch. Like I know you and your girlfriend were doing your own last, thing for a last while. Last week we were out of town. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like we, even then that was still too late. If we were going to do costumes, we should have gotten them together beforehand. Totally. Uh, but yeah, no, it just didn't happen this year. Not doing anything for Halloween. Yeah. So, yeah. I've been watching that uh, new Sabrina thing on Netflix. Okay. It's okay. Uh, I kind of yeah, like... I was, I was hearing okay things about it. I kind of like the take they went on it where they took this like silly little cartoon that it used to be and then the TV show from the 90s and made it this like dark, kind of terrifying thing. So that's actually not new. That's how yeah. the comic books are. Is Are they like creepy? It's literally, it's literally called, because, like, The Chilling Tales of Sabrina. Okay, because Sabrina had an Archie run where she was just, like, a kooky girl. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I, I, think, I think, like, originally she was more of, like, a spooky thing. And at least the comics for the, lo- the longest time recently have been mm. a spooky thing as well. Uh, I believe Archie Comics owns Sabrina. They do, yes. Yeah, so... Yeah, I heard cool things. I'm glad it's on uh, Netflix. I'm glad it's on Netflix in North America because I know like Riverdale is on Netflix, but it's like it takes a while. Like they don't do it a day of. Oh. Whereas mm-hmm. in like Europe, when there's a new episode out, it appears on the Netflix on Netflix. Yeah. Um, at least that's what it was back when season one when I was actually watching it. I don't know. It could be different now. And what also kind of sucks is. Uh, you know, the DC streaming service is live now. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, DC Universe. And they have t- they have Titans, Teen Titans. Yeah. Um, the new show Titans that in outside of North America or no outside of America. I think Canada might have it has Titans on Netflix. OK, but in America, you, c- you can only get it through their specific streaming service. Hmm. Okay. Which is a bummer because I would like to check that out, but I'm yeah. not getting another streaming service to check it out. But if it was on Netflix, like, hell yeah. Totally. Cool. But speaking of new shows, I, I started, um, and I haven't watched any of this series before. I started watching the new season of Doctor Who. Okay, sure. With Jodie Whittaker. Okay, how are you liking it? Um, I've, Again, I've watched like, well, so what actually got me into it is we put up a lot of like, episode recaps on GameSpot for it mm-hmm. and i usually have to edit them down um for facebook okay uh so i end up watching these like 20 minute long videos spoiling the whole episode for me and then after after about three episodes i was like 
this actually sounds like really interesting. Like episode three specifically, I was like, this episode rocks because I guess she meets um, Rosa Parks. Right. Okay. I've and heard the, of this. And the, and the whole crux is about the bus and stuff. And it sounded like really good. Hmm. So I was like, I should probably start watching this. So I've watched episode one and had episodes one to three spoiled for me beforehand. Um, Best way to so, watch Doctor <laughs> Who, I'm sure. I guess. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm planning to watch more of it. Um, and that works nicely because uh, my girlfriend is a big Doctor Who fan, although she didn't like The Last Doctor. I don't know why, but sh- she used to watch it a bunch. Um, and those ones you can just watch on the BBC America uh, app. Oh, okay. Which is yeah. nice for free. That yeah. makes sense. <clears throat> cool. So I started up that. Um, and uh, Movie Talk, I just got back from First Man. Which one is that one? That's the uh, Neil Armstrong one with oh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Okay. That's a real good movie. Okay. Yep. I recommend that movie. It was weird that we went to this somewhat small movie theater. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, kind of on the outskirts of Berkeley because uh, it was the only one that had it. They they didn't have it for Movie Pass. Mo- movie Pass is just kind of getting worse and worse, and like different theaters are like not accepting it anymore. Right. So we almost so all the theaters in Berkeley used to accept it, all four of them. Now only like two of them ever have showtimes in the app, so we can only go to two of them now. But we have Cinemia, which is another movie <laughs> subscription okay. service. Uh-huh. Um, so anytime MoviePass doesn't work for us, we just use Cinemia. And what was weird with that is, um, I guess we were the first people to ever use Cinemia at this theater. We had oh, the manager no. out who was doing tickets. Um, no, no, this ended up being good. Oh, so okay. We, so my girlfriend b- bought her ticket first with Cinemia, and she goes, hang on, wait, is this Cinemia? And we're, and we're just like, uh, yeah. And she's like, you guys are the first customers that have ever used it. You get a free small popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, All okay. Right. And I guess she was she was talking about how she made it seem like MoviePass cut them off. Oh, wow. Yeah, I bet they did. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. that makes more sense to me because... There's no reason a movie theater shouldn't use MoviePass. Totally. There's no downside to the theater. MoviePass is paying that full ticket. Right. So it makes sense to me that MoviePass would cut different theaters off. And we're thinking the reason it went from all four theaters taking it to two is the two that still take it. We think our local mom and pop movie theaters because the other ones are a, a, a United Artists, uh, which is a, a chain, and uh, Rialto Cinemas, which is another chain. And the one we went to is a, is a, is a small chain. So we're thinking maybe they just like cut off these chains and this, the mom and pops are still doing it or something. I don't know. But anyways, we were the first cinema users cool. that theater had ever seen. And she really liked that for whatever reason. So we both got free small popcorn. Great. Um, okay. I, I didn't really, I didn't accept mine. I'm not a big popcorn fan, but that was just kind of like a really weird thing that happened. She was, she was quite excited about that. Cool. Um, but anyway, yeah. First man, thumbs up. Nice. I recommend that movie. And the first man to use that service at that and literally the first man to use cinema at that movie kismet that's just good branding right there yep yep um all right let's do this podcast it is october 28th this is the top down perspective and i'm sean booker and i'm paul fleck and john is not here um obviously uh he is working he's in atlanta where atlanta i always forget where it is Mm -hmm. uh he's doing runaway guy stuff he should be back next week, I believe. I believe so. Um, yeah. Uh, so we'll talk to him when he gets back. But uh, 
Paul, let's go through this list. You've been gone for two weeks. What have you been playing? I have. Uh, okay, so the first thing is Let It Die came out on PC. That was previously the uh, PS4 only roguelike like thing where you climb a tower. You well, you're playing a game called Let It Die in the game, and you're controlling. Oh right. Okay. Yes. I was getting this confused with Evil Within. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. But. It's a Grasshopper studio with uh, thing. Uncle Death. With Uncle Death, yeah, yeah, uh, that guy's great. This is out on PC now, so this was more of a thing of people should check that out if you want something to just play for a little bit. It's fun and it's free. It's yeah, free to play. Yeah, it's a it's a weird game. It is a weird game. Um, I picked up Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch, and uh, the okay. reason why this is a particular note is because it made me realize the Joy-Cons are fucking terrible for that game, so I went down this rabbit hole of buying a, like, little dongle so I can use an actual controller. Oh, you like the 8-bit one that I, like, I yeah, have? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a little, like, Mario brick? Uh, I mean, it's the same idea, but it's not that one. Oh, it's another, okay. like version of that basically is it not is it not 8-bit dough or is it, it still it's not 8-bit dough no oh okay what's what brand is yours i don't remember <clears throat> i just found it okay. on amazon for like 20 bucks and okay it's working flawlessly so i've been playing that with my ps4 controller and it feels great and nice okay i don't know can you do that docked and undocked yes yeah all right um cool. i don't know how this is going to work now because I wanted Dark Souls on the go and like now it just made it a hassle because I don't like how it feels specifically with the uh, triggers, which you use for everything in Dark Souls. Basically, okay, I was going to ask, what is the problem with the Joy-Cons? Yeah, it's the triggers. One hundred percent. Because like the right triggers are your light attack and heavy attack and your left triggers are your parry and your block. So they're quite important. Um yeah, just as a heads up, I guess, that if you want Dark Souls Remastered on Switch, maybe you should have a controller that, like, is good. Just get one of those pro controllers or a dongle or something, then you're good to go. Uh, otherwise, it runs fine, because, of course, it does. It's, like, a five- or six-year-old game now. Uh, in that kind of same vein, I played a game called Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption. This game is... A Souls-like game in that it's all about combat, specifically against bosses, where you are fighting the seven deadly sins. And the, I guess the big takeaway from it is is that, like a Mega Man game, every time like there's different stages or whatever, and you go into to just fight a boss, it's just boss fights. And whereas in a Mega Man game, you would get powered up by killing a boss. In this, you are getting weaker by sacrificing some of your strength to fight the boss and to redeem them. So the idea being that, like, at the very beginning, you're just straight up like a decent character. But then you'll fight a boss that says, like, every time you run out of stamina now, you will, like, suffer from being tired and you'll like basically be stunned for like two seconds if you like redeem this boss so you do it and then now you can't ever let your stamina bar get lowered or you'll fight another guy that's like your attack power is just going to decrease uh for fighting this guy so, so you, it just it just continues to put handicaps on you yeah just continuously okay. and then like so you go through the seven deadly sins and then you fight a final boss as your weakest version of you and that's basically the whole game 
it's like 20 bucks uh it looks pretty but i don't think it's like probably average like if you like a souls type combat you'll probably get some enjoyment out of it but i don't think it's for everybody i think it's something that i could see people getting frustrated at because it feels a little unfair in some circumstances where the bosses just kind of feel badly designed some of them are like good but for the most part they're all just kind of eh at best and uh yeah it can get frustrating but if you is it just bosses or are there levels it's just bosses they all have like it's kind of like fury yes very much like fury in that way but like there's like a hub world so the mega man thing still kind of stands where you just go to a portal and go to a boss arena essentially okay but that has that still has like stages to get to the boss though right well the reason i'm saying is because fury is kind of like there's like a path and like story in between there's none of that in this this is literally just boss fights all right uh another thing i wanted to bring attention to also that was sinner sacrifice for redemption uh konami pixel puzzle this is just a pcross game that's free on phones and it's fun right yep i have it on my phone i haven't played it yet but my girlfriend's played a lot she she Mm -hmm. she's a big pcross fan she gives it a thumbs up yeah no it's fun uh it doesn't have very good on-screen like d-pad controls which is what i like to use but the touch is fine so like if you use touch uh control why would you want d-pad controls if you have a touch screen because i actually played p cross on the game boy so that's what i'm used to i don't like touch controls at all for p cross oh okay uh but yeah no it's fine the touch controls are fine it's just not the thing i prefer uh it's just a whole bunch of little puzzles where you unlock like little sprite and stuff from konami games like gradius and castlevania and there's like boss puzzles that you only get every three hours the ability to do one and they're usually just part of a larger scene or whatever it's cool it's right. a cute little it's thing free how are they funding it uh they are it seems like they're putting all their own advertisements for their own shit every time you like finish a puzzle and go back to the main screen it just like pops one up that you have to wait for and then click out of or accidentally click into when you're trying to click into another puzzle so i'm guessing ads okay but for their own stuff it's kind of weird i wonder if they're going to sell ad space or if this is just a loss leader for what do they have that they can advertise for they have metal gear survive no they advertise for a Yu-Gi-Oh thing they advertise like a Yu-Gi-Oh. i'm guessing app i didn't click on it a lot of pro evolution soccer crap like a lot of okay. soccer crap in general comes up on that. Uh, a Bomberman ad or two, probably to buy it on Switch or something. I I'll, I try not to click on them. So sure, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, interesting. It's weird. Uh, going into the shooter side of things, I bought Call of Duty Black Ops Four and played it with some friends, and have just been playing that on and off. I I hear people really like this one. It's fun. It's uh. The multiplayer only thing is totally fine. The multiplayer mode itself is exactly what you expect from Call of Duty. It's just a fast moving shooting well, thing. There's, there's multiple different multiplayer modes. Are you, you're talking about like I'm talking about multiplayer kind of Stan- stuff. Standard multiplayer. Yeah, you have your okay. different playlists for the different like modes you want for multiplayer. The team deathmatch and kill confirm search destroy all that kind of crap. Then they have the blackout mode, which is obviously their battle royale thing in the big map yeah with, how, how you feeling about that uh it's not as fun as the other mode for me because i think 
there are battle royale games that do that kind of thing in a way I like better. And Call of Duty is too fast for me in that, like, I, it, I want, I like the mode where you just keep responding and shooting guys and, like, you're just going crazy the whole time. Okay, so you're, well, so you're just saying Battle Royale itself is too slow for you? No, it's the shooting doesn't feel as good for a Battle Royale. I like the PUBG feel of, like, bullet drop and, like, a slow methodical thing. And there's this weird, like, problem I have with the blackout mode where it's like it's slow but it's not because it's call of duty so like everything is fast I don't know I don't like fast battle royale I don't like being killed and then like taking forever to get back into another match I just like the feel of like going for like 10 minutes straight of like dying resurrecting and like pushing an objective or something but isn't PUBG because I always my issue with Fortnite and PUBG mm-hmm. cuz I find those kind of slow is like I sit for 90% of the match I'm just kind of running in a direction uh-huh and like hoping to get some guns and then as soon as I come across some people you know we might so, someone might win that fight usually I lose that fight cuz I don't spend enough time actually getting good at these games sure but either way like 90% of my my game is just kind of being alone running around and I just find that kind of boring mhm I mean this is like you spawn in, grab a gun, and if you don't die in the first five minutes, you'll die in ten minutes. Like because people that have been playing Call of Duty games are the ones that are always ending the matches up top tier. Because sure. they just I mean it would field. probably depend where you land, obviously. Yeah, they're all pretty every location is like I will say the circle pushes in faster than any other game, obviously. So okay. the matches are just generally faster. But I don't think that plays to the strengths of what I like about any of the battle royales I've played. I like the more slow, like, we'll drop here and get set up and then we'll get ready for, like, our final battle. This is like, we'll drop here and if I don't grab a gun first, I'm dead. Okay, so so you're saying that this battle royale is too fast, but you prefer fast multiplayer. Yeah, because... So it's kind of like a weird middle that you don't like? No, it's because if I'm playing a battle royale, I want to be slow and methodical. Otherwise, I want a fast okay. multiplayer where I'm just consistently respawning. Okay, okay. So it's it's too fast of a battle royale for you. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay. So that so that so alternatively, that might be what I want. Yeah, because I find it's probably you know, what you want. Kind of boring and Fortnite boring. Yeah, it's probably uh, what you want. I, yeah, I just don't have it in me to buy a Call of Duty game, considering I haven't really liked them in the past, mm. and I'm like not gonna just like chance it <laughs> and i mean you're gonna suck for like a hundred hours until you get good enough to like play with the guys who always win so if you don't want sure. that that's really the problem with it is that i could spend like 10 hours getting decent of like responding every 10 seconds i die or i can wait in like lobbies <laughs> for the game to start every time and like the blackout mode is fine when you're with people like when you're doing duos or a squad with like friends because Every like playing with friends just makes all the waiting time like fine, but doing it solo, I don't care for at all. And whereas, like, I would the also other just kind of add on playing with friends makes every game better, yeah. Uh, but like, I'm not always playing with friends where I can always sure. play solo, and I prefer the other one solo, it's just easier to jump right. in and out. And then the other mode is zombies, and zombies is a giant clusterfuck of craziness, and I love it, but also I don't want to play that with randos, so that's one of the things I like playing with friends as well. 
And it's more zombies. It's the same mode where there are Easter eggs hidden everywhere and you have weird little objectives to do weird little things in these weird little maps while the whole time just killing a bunch of enemies that consistently get harder and harder and give you more cash to like upgrade your stuff and match and whatever. I don't think I've ever enjoyed a horde mode that I wasn't playing with like friends. Yeah, like a rando because it's randos. It's such a yeah playing with randos because yeah. And I think back mostly to like Gears of War, mm-hmm. um, obviously, and and a, just the idea of like it's a mode designed around just hunkering down and just like waiting it out. And, and here we go. We're just going to dig yeah. our feet in and go. And it's like I, I want to talk to people like that's yeah. th- that concept is just kind of like a little too boring so it's like, I want, I want to be like, all right, we need more help up here, but I don't want to do this with randos and I want to chat with like, you know, pass the time. Yep. Totally. Um, That's the friend mode. Zombies is I'm going to get in with a bunch of friends and play a game mode for sure. Yep. For me for anyway. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember Alan Wake had a horde mode? I do, but I never played it. <laughs> I think I played it once and I was like, what is this? What am I doing? No. Oh. Yeah, I I remember people saying this is weird. What a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, thinking back on that, it must have been some publishers just being like, "You need multiplayer." Yeah, like if if we're gonna help fund this, you need multiplayer. Yeah, totally. And there's like, well, what can we do? We can just spawn a bunch of enemies and tell the player they have to survive. Right. Because what's the other option? Like eight on eight, Alan Wakes are gonna death match each other in this graveyard. That, that would have been. That, that would have been absurd. That would have been kind of funnier, though. <laughs> like, that would have sure. been more impressive in a dumb way. Uh, so, yeah, the thing about Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is that if you care about it, you already have it. I don't need to try to sell it to you. Oh, it's for sure. that. Yep. Um, I played Overkill's The Walking Dead closed beta because I needed to see what that okay. thing is. And um, I remember this was the game that was in the show's universe. Because yeah. Telltale's was in the comics universe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that actually means. Oh, I, I guess that, I guess it would probably mean that Norman Reedus shows up at some point. Maybe. I don't know. This takes place okay. in a whole different place of the U.S. Because that was all in, like, Georgia. This takes place in, like, Washington. In Washington, D.C. specifically. In Maryland. Okay. Um, sure. Well, then, why even mention that it's in the show's that's, universe? That's kind of what we... Like, I so... Just straight up, this is the thing that I needed to see what it was, so I bought the stupid deluxe edition for a hundred dollars to get four what? closed beta keys to like try oh it God. out, and then gave four or three to my uh, buddies so we could all play together, and then sure. promptly refunded it because it's garbage, which I'll get to in a second. Um, okay, this game feels like a boring Left for Dead. If that makes any sense. Okay. Where right. like because the cartooniness and just like Left 4 Dead knew it was a video game and it's a silly, stupid situation where four people are trying to survive and they just like gave you stuff that felt fun and good. Like anytime you got a melee weapon, it felt like it did damage. You could take it on hordes, maybe not like solo, but uh as a group you could usually overcome everything. This game really wants to hammer home that you were trying so hard to survive in this real world where like you get tired and weapons are kind of garbage 
and there's not a whole lot of ammo and the walkers are really hard to take care of and they can overrun and kill you very easily and i don't like how that plays at all it feels like a slower crappier left for dead and i don't like that at all (laughs) um okay so yeah i guess i don't know really like it sounds like they tried to put more of like like a survival game yeah into it totally but it just kind of comes off as being like too difficult to be fun it's very difficult and i could see maybe if you like had people that were really just keen on we're going to stick as a group we're going to do call outs because there's different classes there's like a character that after he takes damage from a zombie he gains like a buff to like resist any more damage for like 10 seconds or something like that so he's like a tank character yeah yeah also i lost uh sound for you sean we lost sound for you just as a heads up right i'm i was muted okay (laughs) my bad i was wondering i was like why isn't he saying that okay let me get back let me repeat that there is i was beyond confused with what you just said there is one thing i know about zombies yeah and it's when you get bit by a zombie, you turn into a zombie, you don't get more powerful. Yeah. What on earth? Wh- who? What is this character? So that's one of them. Another one is like a medic who just like gives you more health when you like raise them up and can sure. put down like standard put down a med pack basically is her thing. Uh, yeah. So there's I don't know. They it's weird because OK. I'll split up the reason why I have a problem with this game. It's split into two different types of modes that we were shown in the beta. There's a mode that is basically like you are stuck in camp and you are being overrun by zombies. So you have to set up like your barricades and like try to stop them from breaking in. It's a horde mode and you're like taking care of waves and waves that are attacking you. The second thing they obviously put more thought into where you are going out into the world to either reclaim something or to get some like supplies for the survivors or whatever. And that is more of like a Left 4 Dead, where you are going through a map with an objective and there's different like choke points where you have to battle out with random psychos called the family that hate you for some reason. So they're just dudes with guns, like militant dudes with guns. Uh, okay i mean that happens in in zombie fiction that's a thing yeah so they use that a lot and then of course if you make too much noise then the horde of walkers will come and just like harass you for the rest of the map and they just like are hard to shake off and they'll just kill you basically so you have to be stealthy and take care of them like using melee and whatever stealthy means possible that stuff feels a little more fleshed out but even then at the end of the day it's the same thing of go to the family's warehouse and steal back the thing so like it was just kind of lazy like the missions that you were doing i mean it is just a beta so yeah yeah no and we were you can can, yeah don't i wouldn't harp on them too much for not having tons of modes yet it comes out in like two weeks is the thing like i know okay well i I don't know if it if there is more in there and i hope there is for anybody who's buying this i would just kind of wish they had shown off because they show that you have four missions you can do i wish they had just shown off like one of each different type if there is different stuff in there because two of the missions were steal the thing from the family back 
or like just in general. And the other two were stop the walkers from overrunning our thing or stop the family from attacking our hideout. <laughs> like it was kind of lame. Sure. And uh it just doesn't feel good. Like at the end of the day, it just doesn't play or feel good. And I don't understand why it's seeming more and more like payday two was just a complete, like, I don't know. They just got lucky with it or something because the games they've been doing since. Oh, is this the payday two people? Yeah. That's the stuff they've been oh, doing wow. since. I haven't been impressed. Isn't that with. Starbreeze? Yeah. I thought Starbreeze was working on a different walking dead game. No, Star no, Wars is doing no. the VR thing, right? No. Oh, maybe. I think you might be getting developers mixed up. No, this is Overkill. Overkill are the people that do uh, or did Payday. And I think Starbreeze may have... I remember they split from oh, each other at some point because of some loot box controversy. That happened a while ago. I'm trying to look this up. Games... Also, it just seems kind of like a thing of the times of like when they started making this game, Walking Dead still had some like cachet with a lot of people. And I think that's gone down a little bit. So because it takes a long time to make a game. Go figure. Sure, You're right. Overkill did payday. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know who this is for, I guess. But if there's somebody out there that really wants a slower not as good feeling left for dead this is your game i suppose and i wish you the best of luck i don't think this is going to do very well though personally but i've been wrong before so who knows moving on i I started shadow of the tomb raider i'm a few hours into it okay i played about 15 minutes of this and then i was like what am i doing red dead comes out in like six days well i mean i've been playing this for two weeks this because since two weeks ago uh Obviously, the thing to talk about is like story beats, so I won't talk about that. I will say that if you played the other two, this is just the like newer, hotter version of that stuff. I think the locations they've chosen showcase like better graphics and better looks and design overall. I think it's a very nice looking game and it plays just as smooth as I remember the other ones do, if not smoother. And I think the conceit of Laura might have really fucked up this time like that you get pretty early is kind of cool in this. So I think it's neat so far and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. But there's nothing new to talk about if you played the other two at all. It's another one of those. The weapon system feels good. It feels good sneaking up on dudes and like murking them like fools and just going through these weird locations and these like terrifying traps and temples and stuff like that sure yeah yeah i'm looking forward to playing it just get games just keep coming out that i'm more interested in and i don't want to like yeah. start this and then like have to like stop halfway through yeah so i'm just kind of waiting for a free time i also looked up Starbreeze. overkill is marked as a overkill a star breeze studio so i don't know <laughs> if it was like a bad split or they just like made an like they just made another studio Oh, yeah, fair uh, enough. Because they have a lot of, like, the same games on their yeah uh, list. Probably, like, an A team and a B team. I think maybe something like that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider seems okay. Uh, Return of the Oberdin is, like, the thing I've been super excited about this week specifically. So, sure. this is Lucas Pope's new game. 
the creator of Papers, Please, as most people, that's the one most people would probably know over like Republia Times and stuff. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's like a flash game he put out about newspaper censorship that kind of went into the Papers, Please universe in its own weird way. Okay. Uh, so Return of the Oberdin is a game in which you are investigating what happened to the Oberdin, a ship by the East Indian Trading Company that was lost at sea for years and that just comes back at some point or is found. And the f- only thing you have is this weird magical amulet that lets you see the last moments of somebody's death when you like use it on a corpse. So what you're right. basically doing is you start off with like a ship that's kind of locked off to you and one corpse and you go into that like dead guy's last moment and then you just build the mystery of what happened to this thing while it was at sea and lost from there. And obviously I'm not going to tell you guys what it gets into story wise. Did you beat it? No, I'm still working on the story because there's a lot of okay. dudes to g- get through. And there's like, what is it? Like 60 I've seen that porn. Yeah. A lot of dudes to get through. Yeah. Um, I think there's like 60 members of the ship that you have to like account for and how they died or if they're taking notes. Yeah. So the whole system of this game is that you kind of like focus on people and then it'll bring up a notebook thing. This notebook, you can like click around to fill out where they were at the time of like what murder or whatever, what situation was happening, what they were doing, who was with them, how they died, what they died by and who killed them if they were killed. And yeah, it's this really cool thing of you are kind of going through the memories of dead people, just like piece by piece, seeing the story that like the ship went through And then it gets even crazier and you start like intercepting into other people's deaths. So like you're like investigating somebody's death. But like in that moment, there's another corpse in the corner. So we're going to go to that corpse and see what happened to that guy. You just keep going deeper and deeper. And uh, okay, All right. All right. That's cool. From a gameplay standpoint, is it just a walking simulator? It is more like a puzzle game, I would say. It's the puzzle, the like, it's a walking simulator in that you're walking around the ship and like clicking to like bring up these people. Some story stuff. beat. Yeah. yeah. But then and you're just watching that. But then like and there's a puzzle going on. Your journal in terms opens. of like how you're interacting. Yeah. Your journal opens and then you're like clicking on different things to say, like, I know that this person is this because they talked to this guy or whatever. And this is how they died. And it just like fills out this thing as you're going. Okay. Yeah. That would be more the gameplay portion of it is like filling out the journal as you're doing All it. Right. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it. I just need a, a, a some free time. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't, that's definitely a game. I don't want to stop halfway through cause I got to memorize all these like deaths and whatnot, but I, I'm definitely excited. It does a very good job of that stuff where that like it, it'll take like the scene of somebody's death into the book. And then when you open that book to that area, you can click on anything and see this is where they were on the ship, or this is where the body was found. This is the last scene, like picture of the last scene. This is a picture of them dying, like in that moment of what they died from. So it's very easy to go back into and like 
pick up where you left off. And cool. it gets crazy. Like, you think at first, like, oh, Good. it's probably, like, just a mutiny, right? Because that's what happens to every ship. No. <laughs> no, there's a there's shit going on to that. And, like, I highly recommend people check that out. It's really cool. Again, that's right Return of the Oberdin. And uh, following that up, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, I started Finally, it. Finally, we've got to talk about the game of, I don't know, probably the year, right? This is arguably the biggest game this year. God of War was pretty big, but this rivals it for sure. I think this beats God of War. I mean, maybe I'm not saying like personally, I just feel like in terms of like excitement in the industry, maybe I don't know what else could hit like a Red Dead level. Yeah, maybe like I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 as well. Yeah, Um, I've only put about like an hour in. Okay. Um, honestly, I've probably watched more at the office because we've had it for like a week or two. Sure. Um, than I have played, but I've just been so busy this weekend. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm only about an hour in and I feel like I say this about every like next game I play, but this game is so pretty. Yeah. It looks so good. It's very good looking. I made one Um, mistake where when I started it, it was like three in the morning and I was falling asleep because that intro is very slow. (laughs) So it's, you know, from the part I've played, um, it seems like the game is on per- like purposefully slow. Yeah, like th- they're cowboys. And, and I heard, I saw people commenting uh, specifically, like um, uh, Jason Trier from Kotaku. He was t- he was commenting on Twitter, talking like it's weird how there's an animation priority to everything and and a slowness to how you interact with the world and how you move about it that most games would not be able to get away with. Mm-hmm. But but it, it it works for Red Dead somehow. Because um, like I said, like you're, you're watching these incredibly detailed animations. You are, you know, uh, running has a stamina, so you're not running too often. You are just slowly walking around. Um, even, even at the beginning, like uh, searching houses for uh, supplies and stuff, you have to do it like one at a time. You have to take items one at a time. But I'm not finding maybe after like the 20th hour of doing this, yeah. I'm going to get a little bored of it. That's what I'm but so far. I'm just like, this is I'm fine with this. Like, I kind of just want to be in this world. I want to, you know, slowly go through the snow. Like, it works for me. OK, I hate it. I hate slowly going through the snow. I've okay. gotten to a point where it's snow's not that big of an issue anymore. So that's fine. <laughs> OK, yeah, you're off the mountain. Well, Yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like just getting off it i just did like a train yeah. heist which was pretty cool yeah 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 mm-hmm. that was a cool mission that's like the last thing i did um what are you you're playing it on the ps4 pro no the ps4 normal and it chugs okay badly All right. in some spots um, specifically a bear attack happens at a point and it's bad oh man okay <laughs> it's not that far it's real slow um, i'm playing it on the x Mm-hmm. with a 4k tv like i'm playing the best version of it and man it looks so good it looks so nice i just i gotta say it didn't look like amazing to me when it was like totally winter winter yeah yeah um but as i got off the mountain it was just like wow this game yeah is gorgeous winter hides i think how that game yep. looks for sure because yep. of the fog uh, specifically not even necessarily just the snow but like there's a lot of visibility issues of the very beginning, which you're in a storm. So, of course, yep, basically. Yep, but yep. Uh, 
they they hide how good that game looks like from the get-go right. for sure um i was also gonna say i i do kind of like uh again i'm not i'm not too far so i don't have any kind of like fast travel or anything unlocked but every time we've had to like go on a mission out somewhere and there's like a group of us on horses or just two of us, just the conversation happening with Arthur yeah. and whatever group I'm with, I'm like just hooked. I'm like so interested in these group dynamics and who these people are. Uh, I, I'm so excited to just play more of it each time. Yeah, the conversations are very good. Um, this feels like the type of game that if people say that they find Westerns boring, I don't know how they're going to play it because it's very slow in that way that a western is where you are meandering between missions and talking to people and getting like a grander scope of who these people you're riding with are and who you are as a character and then like a gunfight will happen and that's like some action but then the action's gone again for a while (laughs) like so i'm wondering how those people that don't like that sort of thing in movies find it in the in a video game because i like that sort of thing in the movies yeah I'm, I'm definitely curious i'm not a big western fan mm-hmm. um for the most part like <clears throat> i watch westworld but that's more so for the robots that's like a sci-fi um, thing though yeah yeah and it definitely becomes more and more of a sci-fi thing the further you go into it which is why i i was fine with it yeah so i'm not a big cowboy fan but so far i've been i've been super interested in this like i'm, I'm enjoying these characters quite a bit sure um and yeah it's a it's a good time uh i feel like I feel like it's worth mentioning, like, you, you know, this game looks expensive. And yeah. uh, I, I read at, I, that Kotaku article came out about a week, week and a half ago about like the hundred hour work weeks people were putting oh, in for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I read about half that. I, I think it's a fascinating read if people are interested in kind of some behind the scenes on how Rockstar is, um, which is, you know, um, often a company where you don't get this kind of look. Mm-hmm. into the kind of you know the gears turning there uh i would definitely recommend that again i was um jason schreier uh did that article and it's, it's a big long lengthy one so if that's kind of your thing maybe look into that but uh i i feel like it's just kind of worth noting like people put hundreds of hours a week into this game and it shows and whether that's like morally good or ethical to do to your workforce um that's that's for another conversation yeah um it's a weird but, position to be into as well. Yeah, it's it it definitely has at least me personally kind of on the thing of like, you know, separating the art from the artist kind of that whole argument. Right. Um so I mean, that's you know, that's going to be uh, a person by person basis. Yeah. I'm I'm myself I'm still playing Red Dead. Mhm. But uh I would just, you know, I would recommend if you're if you're at all interested look up that article because it is a super cool read. Um, I believe Waypoint even did a uh, podcast all about that. If you're more on the audio as opposed to the reading for your n- news, I guess you're listening to a podcast here. So you clearly do like podcasts. <laughs> um, right. But anyway, yeah, no, Red Dead is super good. Uh, and I love having it on the X. It's and, and what's also super great about the X is it's a terabyte of space, so I don't have to feel bad about putting 110 gigs or whatever the Xbox version is towards one single game. Mm-hmm. The PlayStation one comes on two discs, right? It does. Yeah. It, two Blu-rays. It has like, an install disc and a play disc is, that it installs Is this from. the first one? Because I remember Maybe? back last gen, there was games that were on multiple discs. Like, yeah. I remember on the 360 side um 
what was that RPG that came on four discs? Oh my god. Uh, wasn't it Lost Odyssey? Was that the name of it? I have Lost Odyssey. I don't think that was four discs, was it? Maybe it was. Let me quick let me quickly look look Lost Odyssey. Yes, yes it was. That game is four discs. Mm-hmm. And what's funny about that, this is totally not even like in relevant or interesting in japan that law the version of lost odyssey came with a nice like fold out every disc had its own like sleeve in america you had three discs stacked on top of each other right and then one in a paper sleeve on the the left side by the manual it was just like so (laughs) shitty in comparison um and then the the ps3 had blu-rays so i don't think they ever had multiple discs i could be wrong there's obviously a ton of ps3 games I just cannot remember at least a PS4 game or an Xbox One X or Xbox One uh, game that was multiple discs big. Mm-hmm. This is the first one I can think of. If if someone can think of one, please uh, write in, let us know. Uh, someone reminds us L.A. Noir was uh, three discs on 360. Okay. I remember that. Yep. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's a uh, that's fun. I'm looking forward to Red Dead Online. Yeah, I am too. I'll try it at least. We'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. yeah, exactly. I'll try it. I didn't play any Red Dead Online the first time around. Me neither. Um, and I pretty much avoided Grand Theft Auto Online because I did. I think it launched. Did it launch later as well? Mm, I didn't do Grand Theft Auto Online until PC. <clears throat> so for me, yes. Yeah. Okay. It either it either launched later or I know they've been changing how the heists are, and apparently they've gotten amazing compared to what they used to be. Yeah, they weren't good before. Um, so I didn't play much of that if I played any of it because I played that game at launch. So this is kind of the one where it's like I really want to like kind of give it the old college try. Yeah. And really try it out. I want to hang out with my posse sure. and meander. Yep. <laughs> yep yep um, um yeah no yeah it's we'll good. have more to say about that i for probably like the next four or five episodes it's a big game so yeah i look forward to having more to say we'll look forward to playing more than just like an hour of it i will say i i am feeling already the problem that i knew i was going to have after playing spider-man spider-man was just so fast and like it was so fun to move around and right yeah this is this, so this is definitely diff- like the opposite this is uh, the exact opposite <laughs> Even even just kind of like tonally, I feel like Spider-Man was such like a gamey ass game of like we put towers back in it and there's a whole bunch of like tokens that you're going to collect. And this is like we are high art. We are a (laughs) film. Yeah, you will will respect us to the point where at any point when you're just riding, you can go into cinematic view and it's just like cinematic cameras. I do like that. That's that's pretty fun. I never uh, use you can it. get some really cool shots. <laughs> yeah. Um I have just seen the camera just like literally like pan into a tree. <laughs> and then it gets stuck in you and it like cuts out like automatically and whatnot. That's so good. Uh, I don't use so, it. At, like I used it at when it says like you can do this to try it out and I thought that's real cool. I'm never going to use this when I'm doing a thing <laughs> though. Sure. Maybe when you start doing like longer trips across the map or something. I hope I have fast travel unlocked by then. I won't do long well, trips. Well, maybe. Yep, maybe. Well, maybe. We'll see. Uh, is that it for what you've played? That's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so again, I, I was playing Red Dead as well. Um, so I can finally talk about Soul Calibur 6, I think. Um, I've only really been playing in the office, so I can't talk about the single player whatsoever. Okay. Because uh, we've just been playing matches. Um, and that game is just a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it was kind of 
pretty unanimous from at least the people I was playing against uh, at GameSpot. Uh, no one played a lot of Soul Calibur after two. Oh, really? Uh, myself included. Three was one yeah, of the better seems ones. Like, That's too bad. Did you say three? Yeah, three was good. No, wait. That single player mode sucks. Oh, I didn't play the single player mode. You create a character, then you fight with your friends. Sure. I just remember that single player mode was this weird, like, overworld kind of almost tabletop the thing where you like sent a character to a tower and then watched it attack the tower <laughs> and then once the tower's health hit zero you would have a fight it was terrible <laughs> i hated that single player mode especially coming off of two which had that cool like almost flow chart like mm. single player mode yeah, where yeah. you had to do like special challenges that was awesome it also had spawn um, link and hayachi too <laughs> that was two yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, three had Tira. Tira was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I don't, who else did they have? I don't remember actually. It's been four was the Star Wars characters. Four was Star Wars. Yep. What was five? I don't think I ever played five. I've never played five either. Yeah. I didn't own four, so I played very little of that. Oh, I played a lot of four. It was. Okay. It was what it is. Anyway, most people I talk to, two is where it's at. Sure. Like one and two. Um, and then three was kind of the drop-off point. That's that, at least uh, for me personally, that was the drop-off point. This, you know, the characters are kind of all de-aged. It seems like a bit of a resetting. Um, as far as I'm concerned, Keelik plays like Keelik, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, sp- uh, special meters now, so you have a super attack, which are usually just kind of pretty silly um, in terms of how, like, kind of, yeah, over the top these attacks are. Nightmare... His specifically, he calls out like a demon ghost horse and then just like runs you over with it, which is pretty good. That um, makes sense. The the armor breaks apart, which is kind of cool. It's really cool when you're playing as Nightmare and when his armor breaks, because then he just looks like Siegfried and it's like, well, he is Siegfried. So yeah. that was just kind of like a cool like, oh, yeah, now I'm just looking at like evil Siegfried. Yeah, that was that was pretty enjoyable. Um, Ivy can somehow still lose armor. Well, yeah. Surprisingly. Okay. Yep. Um, and then I guess the big one is the... Oh, someone was saying Assassin's Creed guy was in Soul Calibur Five. Ezio? Ezio. Is that, is that yeah, true? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay, that does sound right. I don't think I ever played that, though. No, so, me neither. Interesting. Um, what was I saying? Oh, it, so the, big, the Rock, Paper, Scissors thing is kind of the big deal. And you yeah. can basically get into this... I think it's called like a reversal or soul reversal or something like that. This is a Tekken thing, Um, right? For the end of the match, basically. Like where it decided who won already and plays it out. No, uh, I guess it could kind of look similarly because it slows things down. Yeah. Uh, But it is it's handled completely differently. Um, This you can do at any point. Oh, okay. If you have some super meter. Actually, I don't know if you even need super meter to do it. Regardless, um, on the controller, it's just I believe it's like RB or LB. You just hit that and it works really good defensively because if you're getting comboed on you can hit that to start this and what it basically does is it pushes both characters back and then you need to decide one action to do and that action could be uh, a guard a horizontal attack a light attack a kick you know basically any action you have normally even a sidestep and those will basically they'll go against each other you don't know what your opponent's going to do um, but some will beat other ones. So verticals beat horizontal attacks. Um, guards obviously block. Yep. Um, 
Ducking will just duck your way out of a horizontal attack. I think kicks are faster than horizontal attacks. Um, so basically, there's this rock, paper, scissors element of like, you, hopefully you hit the right one. If you guys both hit the same one, you'll basically like bounce off each other and it'll go into a second one. And I think if you do it again, it just ends. Cool. Um, but it, yeah, so it's really well for if you're getting just pummeled and you need to like make some space or or stop the combo. That's a cool idea. It It is kind of cool until it, it basically ends up being like, oh, I'm just going to mash this. Like, it doesn't matter how well you're doing the person's just going to do that anyway and throw you off yeah um so it's it's useful if you're like really bad at the game or if you're really new to the game um i could see i'm kind of curious what high level soul caliber is going to look like because i could see people just getting kind of annoyed at what essentially is like a, a super good way to attack someone because because if you think about it there then becomes like no strategy. Like if you're doing really well and let's say you're both of your health is low and you're, you ha- you're a better player. If the person just hits the right button while you're in a, one of these reversals, you lose and there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to hope you, you like threw out rock when they threw out scissors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there, there's that kind of like element of randomness that I could see a lot of people getting upset about. Mm. Um, it just sounds like a slowed oh, down, like, version of what those games are in general though like when you see two people at the same skill level in any fighting game it's literally just a, like rock paper scissors in real time this just sounds like a but, way for well, this one you can't like watch to see what the character is about to do it's you literally input one button and then they both go at the same time and you see which one uh, who did who did what mm-hmm. um so there's no element of reacting or like canceling out of something to then guard or whatever it's literally mm, just like yeah well i hope he did a horizontal because i picked vertical yeah okay i see that is so it's literally it literally is random yeah which is it is kind of it's it's weird again i'm kind of curious how the higher level uh fighting game people will take to that custom um, matches with that turned off i would assume maybe maybe yeah uh, it does look really cool, yeah. though, especially when you do like a dodge one and the person goes for like a vertical and the other character just kind of like sidesteps right out of it. And then the person's like, oh, crap, I am vulnerable now. <laughs> so th- they're really cool to watch, which um, I think kind of goes well with Soul Calibur's like you, it's easy to pick up and play. It's yeah. always been very mash friendly. Mm-hmm. For sure. So. Um, yeah, that's Soul Calibur six. Cool. That's what I've been playing or playing at the office, I guess. Uh, and then at home, I wanted to touch on Siege briefly. They have a Halloween event going on. Yeah, I played it. It's garbage. It is garbage. I just kind of wanted to vocalize that it's garbage. Yep. I was told this is the first time they did like a like a, a holiday event. No. Well, they did an outbreak thing that was like a three player left for dead, but it wasn't during a holiday, which is why this is a disappointment. That was just like during April or something okay so so yeah yeah. so they did an event this one is specifically halloween themed because they took the the house level and made it madhouse so it's like a haunted house oh man so i'm coming off of like overwatch in terms of my like themed holiday events it's fine yeah junkenstein or just like like anything basically this is they took house they made all the lights green yeah they made it like kind of hazy so it looks bad. I was Very literally hazy. curious. I was like I was like I'm playing on an X here. Why does does this look bad for you? Why does this look bad for me? Um there's random sound effects like a phone ringing 
or like someone knocking on the door in the kids room it's like kids going like la 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 or like just shit yeah, like that yeah, yeah. just random sound effects and then i think most of the like unique assets that they put in the level are just from the the uh theme park stage like they're just mm. like we're gonna take some of these yep. and put them in here and um yeah it's just such a letdown and again i'm comparing this to like overwatch which is like custom assets custom like vocal lines out the ass like they put so much work into these holiday events and see just like it's just like a wet blanket yeah it's so lame and what also what i didn't like is um they make you select only from five heroes which is fine that's not an issue but you can only select ones you have unlocked which oh. is less than half of them wow okay so for me Every time I play, I can play as recruit and two characters, and then there's three of them that are unlocked because I don't have anyone unlocked. I just play as but the standard people, which I feel like if I'm if I'm opting into this custom like playlist, mm-hmm. let me have access to those characters. Agreed. Like why not? Yeah. Like take it away once the event's over. But no, you still need to have those ones. So it, it is just a bummer from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will say that I do like about the. I- idea of the 5v5 that are always the same is it's kind of neat to know what you're up against for the other players to like just be like i know they don't have this or i know they have i know they'll have a pulse on attack or on defense so like i should watch out for this it's kind of like a neat way to change the strategy that you never get in the game unless you scan people that's i mean you always do though for the most part you do know what you're up against that's not always true if they're good you don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay well i mean the, I, we everyone usually gets scanned when i'm playing yeah uh that's the only good thing i can say about it they took that level and made it worse by reducing the visibility as a defender looking out into the like outside from inside when they like blow open the uh garage doors or something the it's garage fucking door, yeah. impossible to see anything because of the haze and the garbage they put in it's yep it's bad i hate it like actually i I really didn't like that either yeah i just kind of wanted to complain about that on air and the reason why they chose those characters is because those are the ones they have like halloween skins for to make you want to buy them yeah well i mean and that's fine like i don't care that they like isolated off these five people but let me have access to those five yeah that's kind of weird that they don't give you anything it's only like a week-long event and again i have to opt into this playlist yeah like oh it's stupid from top to bottom i just don't want like i played about two full rounds and i was like i don't ever have to play this again i'm good yep yeah anyway um and the last game i put about an hour into the missing uh, and then red dead came out okay (laughs) uh so so hopefully i'll get back to that uh i just wanted to say good title card yeah and when the title card happens that is a sweary ass game of just this is an inappropriate song that is playing at this time <laughs> like thematically yeah this was a this is a weird choice to make yeah um but i'm glad to see it there yeah um because yeah i come to sweary games for just like like a like a tonal dissonance from one scene to the next um and this is this is definitely doing it um i can't tell if my computer just sucks except for the part i know it sucks is it does it play clunky is it yeah. just like like yeah okay it plays clunky Good. and it's not very well optimized because swear he doesn't know how to make games like all of his games run like that for me so not sure i mean i don't know how much he's actually making it, or if he's doing the writing i don't yeah. know his full capacity as a developer i think it might be um, like whatever they're using in unity as well doesn't like optimize properly i don't know why 
the games with their like logo on it always feel clunky and shitty in some way and i've just gotten used to it frankly yeah that i mean that's another thing you get from story games is is they don't feel very well yeah but you're there for the characters kind of so and i was just curious if this was similar and it is so did you like fk um, fk is great (laughs) fk yes i was just introduced to fk and man yeah that is a sweary ass game yeah (laughs) i'm very i'm very happy yeah all right um that's all i've been playing let's do some news cool Good bit of chunk of it. Some weird stuff in here. Uh, did you hear about the Intellivision Amico? I have not, and I can't click on that without wrecking audio. Okay, sure. Um, they're bringing back an Intellivision console. Um, the person in charge is Tommy Tallarico. Oh my god, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least he's the first name that pops up. They. So, I'm going to... This is so weird. Like, there's this weird long video. It's four minutes and 20 seconds, which I have to assume was on purpose. Um, But the console's weird. It looks... I don't even know what it looks like, but the controllers connect into the console for, like, charging. Okay. They look like old Intellivision controllers with, like, the dial on the bottom, but there's a touch screen now. Okay. They advertise things like you can also connect your phone to it. So it seems... It's, it seems like they're going for like a very family friendly, everyone can play kind of first sure. thing. Also, Jackbox. Not that they have Jackbox or anything like that, um, but the fact that you can add phones and they want like eight people playing and whatnot. Yeah. Um, they also say every game coming to this thing will be exclusive, which is a weird thing to say. And then they have like a list of some of the properties you'll get, like Load Runner and Splunkers on there. Oh. Huh. Okay. R Type. It's definitely weird. Um, it seems like some people who worked on the original Intellivision are coming back. They have like a, a like about a thirty seconds of this. Is here's some people that are on on this team. It's a weird thing. I'm trying to find what their like price target was. Oh, uh, this comes uh, October tenth, twenty twenty. Oh, by the way, twenty twenty. Okay. Well, that gives me so time to save up my pennies. Two, two years. Yeah. Let me try and find the price again. It was a. Uh, it was like a, it was somewhere around like 120 bucks to 180 bucks or something like that. Like they had, a, it, I don't get how it's a range. Yeah, maybe that's just what they're like hoping to get to. They also advertise no microtransactions, no downloadable content. All games will be three to eight dollars. Okay, I, I don't know what this is. Um, huh. Also, does this thing like does it? Yeah, I don't even know what to think about this thing. Like and and the the only reason I really bring it up because I feel like random weird like retro consoles are being announced all the time. Yeah, is just kind of how in depth this plan seems to be, um, and then kind of the people behind it. This is a weird thing. Again, this is the Intellivision Amico, and I guess we'll get it in two years. I don't think that's going to do well at all, but we'll see. I suppose. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Again, normally I wouldn't, and they usually don't. But something about this just seemed oddly like put together mm. and like laid out. So, because even even when we get like uh, console announcements from like people that matter, we don't get like a release date this far in advance. We don't get like price stuff this far in advance. We don't get like here's the team. Like this just seemed in such a weird, unique situation. I wanted to mention it. Sure. Um, Battle Royale for battlefield 5 was delayed to spring 2019 i did see this yeah 
which seems very late. Yeah. And it makes me just think like Battlefield seems like that that game seems kind of on fire and they're just trying to get a Battlefield game out for this year. Yeah. I think so too. I don't know. It's we- that's weird to me too. That like I know I feel like battle royale modes in general aren't going anywhere, but they are taking a gamble by not just releasing that now. Like if they could. I'm curious what is taking so long about it. Yeah. Um I mean they have the same kind of manpower that Activision had. Yeah. They learned about PUBG when Activision did. Yep. So maybe like they're doing something really cool that they needed to fine tune. That's I guess that's what I can hope for. But if this just comes out and it's just another battle, like it, it feels like every other battle royale kind of game, or it feels like Call of Duty's battle royale game, that's kind of weird. I don't, I don't know. It's less people too. Apparently, it's sixty-four person action across sixteen four-player squads. Yeah, I guess they do have indestructible environments yeah. and and more vehicle stuff. That's true. Yep. Um, it just seems weird to kind of try to go up against Call of Duty when you're like lacking one of your main draws here. Yep. But although Battlefield's going to have a single player mode, right? Uh yeah. So maybe they maybe they focused on that while Call of Duty was able to avoid that and they put their time into Battle Royale. Yeah, fair. I don't know, man. That's fair. Uh that Spyro trilogy is not out yet. It comes out next month. Um but we got some leaked images. I guess they're going to do a Spyro and Crash bundle together. This makes a whole lot of sense. It makes yeah, it make this is how I describe it. It makes sense. Yeah. I would have never guessed they would have done that. Agreed. Though. Totally. I just never would have thought about this. But yeah, that makes sense. It's going to be 60 bucks. No real word on when it would be coming exactly. Probably pretty close to the Spyro one. But anyway, uh, also only PS4 and Xbox One looks like at the moment, which is surprising. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh, this, I was excited about this. The Soul Calibur 6 DLC, they announced 2B from Nier. Yep. Which, uh, I, that's a great choice. Yep, that's a good fit. Um, yeah, good, good fit from like both a cool character and Soul Calibur likes having like booby girls in their games and 2B is a booby girl. Um, so that fits thematically too. Uh, the, the trailer they put out, uh, looks really cool. She has like all of her usual attacks with her like laser swords and stuff. She looks perfect in there. Cool. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited for that. And I'm just looking at some of the, bonus stuff you can even get a sluttier costume for 2b if you want so hell, pretty much exactly what you'd expect hell yeah brother yeah i don't know man <laughs> um uh, we talked about alan Wake real briefly but it is back online for purchase yeah it got taken off um remedy entertainment tweeted good news alan Wake is back on steam uh better news it's going to be discounted during the holiday or, or during halloween and they also tweeted, big thanks to our partner and Alan Wake's publishers, Microsoft, who were a- able to renegotiate the rights to the licensed music in Alan Wake so that the game can be sold again. Cool. Um, I'm Yeah, I'm into this. I'm glad. Just as a quick reminder, that game originally came out four days before Red Dead Redemption 1, hmm. uh, which is another thing uh, they tweeted. They said, Alan Wake is back on sale just at the right time. Gotta keep up tradition um cool that's because this this happened a few days before uh red dead 2 which that's just kind of funny i like what a weird coincidence i like that that's um, good if you haven't played alan wake alan wake's awesome yeah you should get on that's that. a great game yep. i would love that game to get xbox one x enhanced because hdr with all those cool lighting effects in the forest that would be very cool 
Yep, agreed. Uh, Team Sonic Racing was delayed like half a year. Yep. Which seems like a lot. Um, although I don't know who's excited for this. I'm a big Sonic tra- and you know All-Stars Transformed fan. Yeah, um, me too. So I was somewhat interested in this game. Um, but it's kind of a big delay. It was originally going to be coming out, I think, early December. Uh, it is now coming out May 21st. Of oh, yeah. 2019, obviously. It's quite a delay. So that's a big delay. I'm curious why. Because I think that was even that, we, that was even being shown off and stuff. Yeah, I think I feel like a lot of people are pushing back games because of Red Dead and the Rockstar effect and their quarterly like financials. Probably this seems longer than just trying to get out of the way of Red Dead. It is a little bit longer because if I if th- thinking getting out of the way of Red Dead, I would have assumed like January, February. Yeah. Because keep in mind, if if Sonic was originally coming out December, that's still like two months, a month and a half from Red Dead. Um, And these are kind of different markets. I don't know if everyone playing Red Dead Redemption 2 also has their eyes on Sonic Team Racing. Um, But again, yeah, this is a pretty big delay. Pretty big. Uh, Red Dead Dead Redemption 2 has a companion app. Remember those? Yep. 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 Uh, So Red Dead Redemption 2 has one for your phones or your tablets where you can basically put all HUD elements on that and have no HUD on the screen. Love it. Um, which that's kind of cool. Yep. I, I already think red dead already has quite a bit of, sorry, has like not much HUD as it is already, yep. or it's pretty small in the corners. Um, but you can put it on your phone if you want, for whatever reason. And you can have the map and the journal down there. If that's a thing. Uh, I don't think this is particularly interesting. I just thought it was kind of interesting that someone's doing a companion app in 2018. Oh, I won't use this, but it's a great idea. Sure. Yep. Uh, Trine 4 was announced. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which all I can say is, hell yeah, Trine's awesome. I've only played through the first one, and I need to play the other ones. Are they on Switch? I feel like Trine like- 1 and 2 are, yeah. Because those games should be on Switch. That feels like a great spot for them. In fact, I'm <clears> almost <throat> sure of it. Because I think one of them went on sale on Switch for a little bit off. Is it Trine 2? I would like that. Well, maybe it isn't. I don't think I've seen them on Switch. That seems like such a good fit. Right? Seems like a perfect fit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, Trine 4 was announced uh, coming next year for PlayStation 4, Switch, and Xbox One and PC. Cool. Cool. Looking forward to that. Totally. Spider-Man got a fun update. Um, Outside of the uh, new game plus mode. Also, just asking you, are you going to play? There's a fly like right in my face. Get off my mic thing. Um, Are you going to play that DLC? Oh, fucking absolutely. But I've been preoccupied. (laughs) Yeah, I've been busy myself too. I should probably just get that season pass. I think it's, I think you save uh, uh, five bucks. Five bucks, yeah. So might as well. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it's ten each. Um, Anyway, the one of the updates that just came out besides New Game Plus mode um, was an addition to the photo mode. Yep. Uh, and what's very cool about that is there's a sticker in the photo mode of different kinds of puddles. So you can now put pu- more puddles uh, in your screenshots. And I think that's very funny. Yep. It's really good. Yep. I love it. That's what a great little, little game yep, they did. There. That's really that's awesome. <clears throat> they know. They know. 
Uh, and last of the news that I collected, they added some spooky games to Game Pass this month, uh, including Hello Neighbor, Observer, Outlast, and Dead Island Riptide. Uh, so if you're looking for some Halloween games on the Xbox, hmm. Game Pass has got your back. There you go. And then Discord sent us a few things. Apparently, PT is now <laughs> unplayable on consoles that uh, downloaded it and held on to them. Yeah, so... Which is weird. There's arguments going on in that thread of people saying, no, this is fine, this is a lie, and other people confirming it isn't. So I think it might just be... I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Uh, If you have PT still, maybe give it a boot and see and write in. I'd be interested. Or maybe this is the final, like, weird mystery of PT. Could be, yeah. Who knows? Uh, A few Resident Evil games are coming to Switch. Including Zero, the first one, and Four. Yep. Are you going to rebuy any of these for Switch Ball? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, and the last one is a Japanese pamphlet. Okay. Claims that Smash Bros. Ultimate will support 32 players online, which is quite a bit for a Smash Bros. game. Yeah. So what does that mean? People are thinking maybe there's a tournament, tournament mode. mode. Totally. Yeah. Um. So, you know, time to grab 31 of your closest friends and play some online play. Yep. There you go. That's a that's, That was a joke from Go Nintendo. I didn't I didn't make up that own joke. I'm not going to say that. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> that's a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. Uh that'll do it for news. <clears throat> okay. Excuse me. Let's do some questions. Yeah, let's do it. Top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address. At TDP podcast is the Twitter account to send stuff in. Uh, you can also email us, even though I already said that. You can also use the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's PO box. I will read this first one from Green Fantastic. Uh, <clears throat> I started playing Solitarica when you guys brought it up on the show. I've been casually playing it on my phone on and off since, never getting past stage five, only until I Googled an optimal strategy that consisted of getting armor spells and items uh, was I actually able to get far and beat the final boss. My question is, are puzzle games that need a player to look up strategies good, or do I have poor patience? I do consider what I had with Solitarica fun. I think you have poor patience. You don't need I think to. you weren't listening close enough to the top down perspective because I told you you needed a good armor spell back when I was playing it. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that like eventually just by playing and trying different stuff out, then you probably would have found it. Yeah, I feel like Solitarica specifically is a pretty easy one. Like if something's not working, pick, switch out your loadout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Cells, not it's not a puzzle game, but like if you can't beat the boss, switch out whatever strategy you're trying. Try a different strategy. Although I say that, and I refuse to try out shields, and I continue to not beat the final boss. So <laughs> Fair enough. There's there's that. I mean, his the answer to his question is yes. A puzzle game where you actually need to look up a strategy is a bad game in general, because they made it too obscure and didn't give you enough breadcrumb trails. Uh, but this just sounds like poor patience. Yeah, I, I don't know if I fully agree with that. I feel... Cause it's got to be hard as a game designer to know ha- what how people are going to perceive every single puzzle. Mm-hmm. And it can definitely like, 
like even like let's say like when i'm designing like a logo or something and i'm like okay it looks exactly how i want and then i show it off to someone and they're like i can't see what you're seeing like i, I didn't get that that spelt out that word sure it, it can definitely be hard it's like oh crap because like i knew what it looked like but i also made it <laughs> right yeah um <clears throat> so i could see that being hard um a lot of puzzle games have hint systems which are useful mm-hmm. um I would still, if a game, if you need to look up a puzzle for a game, I still think the game's good. Like, you know, a lot of the times I'll see, uh, I'll, I'll come across a puzzle that I'm stumped on. I'll look up the answer and turns out it was super obvious and I don't know how I missed that. It just happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be almost impossible to have a perfect set of puzzles that everyone will be able to make their way through. Probably. I don't usually like the hint systems in games. <clears throat> They're usually not very good. In my opinion, I like. Well, I'm thinking like Professor Layton. They usually have like multiple stages of hints, uh-huh. uh, and I usually like that. And the last mm-hmm. one is like, okay, we'll just basically tell you the answer okay. if you need it. Yeah, sure. Um, and I, I, I do, and that's basically looking it up online. But at least I can do it in game this way, which I kind of appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dedinsky says, "What game types?" What games slash types of games do you play when you need to de-stress from a really crap day? P-Cross. 100%. You go to P-Cross? Yeah, every time. Okay. I don't think I have a game that I go back to. It's I think it's literally just like, I, w- I want to play some games right now. I'm trying to think if there's ever been a, a kind of game that's like, I just cannot play this at the moment. Mm. Um, and I don't think that's the case. Yeah, it's usually just like, if I'm probably playing a game, I'm de-stressing. Yeah, in that's some fair. capacity. Uh, Hearthstone as well for a while, and now it's Magic: The Gathering Arena specifically. So yeah, I there was definitely a time where when I was playing a lot of Guitar Hero and Rock Band, I wouldn't exactly say I was de-stressing, but it was just kind of like I just want to play like a song or two. Yeah, just kind of like do like my daily song or whatever that was. Sure, uh, which is kind of a different kind of level of comfort or whatever. Sure uh boko writes in with a few questions uh all right a few weeks ago you guys mentioned Quop, which made me remember all the flash games i used to play on Newgrounds and congregate and it made me wonder what some of your favorite old flash games were a personal favorite of mine was learn to fly oh i don't know what that is i'm gonna look up the name of it because i don't remember but uh I remember the character's name was Pico. Pico. This was on Newgrounds. Pico School was, yeah, was one of them. Oh, it's still there. 9.1 out of 10. Never seen this. Yeah. It's, um, it has some, uh, like, people can Google it if they want. It has some content we shouldn't talk about on the podcast because of it's a it's from an oh, era yeah. that this, is not the, like the, ours. The second video does not have the best uh, name. Yeah, no, it's from an era not like the one we are in. I will say, yeah, a, a lighter time period. Uh, a be, yeah, a better timeline. Yeah. Um, flash games was the, wasn't the original Trials a flash game? Probably that sounds about I right. I think that I think I played a good chunk of that. Um. There was this weird flash game that I got on one of those like 100 PC games or 100 arcade games on one disc. It was called like Arrow or something like that. It was like this weird little like red mailbox looking character. Uh, I played a lot of that one. Um, I wouldn't say I played a ton of it, but I definitely played a good chunk of the Trogdor game. Okay. From Homestar Runner. Sure. 
there was like oh my god whatever it was some weird like sex rpg where you were like trying to date girls basically i played a lot of that on newgrounds gross it, okay it was dope um, you had to go to the gym to get buff <laughs> sure i mean that's just realistic yeah um tap tap revolution sure definitely a yeah. good amount of time during like my computer class where we were all playing that uh I remember this would have been like grade one or something. We would go to like willywonka.com because there was like candy themed okay. flash games. So we would play a lot of those. I couldn't tell you the names of any of them. I just remember uh, on that website a lot. There was some South Park themed ones at like comedycentral.com I played for a while when that was like kind of a new thing when I was younger. Uh, what was that? It's like way bigger now. Is, is, it, a, is it Sword Quest or Adventure Quest? What is that game? Adventure Quest. I played like the original Adventure Quest. I haven't touched that game in years, but I understand it's like way bigger than it used to be. Um, oh, this thing. Yeah, okay. I think they've actually made like actual games from Adventure Quest now as well. That's Arctic Entertainment. Someone confirms Trials mm-hmm. was a Flash game. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. All right. Uh, Follow up question. That last question dates me pretty bad. With one sentence, how bad can you date yourself related to the internet? Dial up. Yeah, dial up. Even, I'm trying to think, because I didn't get dial up until I was in like grade three. Maybe like hamster dance is probably one of the earliest memes I remember. Hamster dance. I mean. That's got to be one of the earliest memes the one oh my god what's it even called there was an old chat room where it was all done in comic panels where you would like have an avatar and you would chat to people oh, and you would have like a little bubble come up with what you were chatting about using irc it was stupid Com- okay, comic city maybe something like this all right and like aol chat rooms as well i never had aol we had msn messenger yeah, MSN was after that for sure. Good times. Uh, continuing on, I'm going to dip back into music for just a bit. What are your top five personal favorite bands, artists? Okay. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, Queens of the Stone Age. Probably Muse I would put on there. Uh, trying to think of some more that I listen to. I Chemical Romance. Okay. A Skylit Drive. Uh-huh. Blink-182 is probably on there. Okay. Did you know, fun fact, um, Angels and Airwaves is still making music? I did not know that. Nope. I saw I saw a music video at my gym the other day, and, and Tom is still in that band. <laughs> All right. Sure. Um, hmm. Like, who else would I call a favorite? Yeah, I'm trying to... Let me look through my phone. There's definitely... I have some that are, like, favorites now, but there's got to be some, like, older stuff that it's like, oh, I I used to listen to this so much growing up. Yeah. God, I hate this music app. (laughs) Is it just, like, the phone? Like, an iPhone one? the default one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... God, this I mean, is... I guess you could put Justice on there. 
don't know if I can call like anything I'm about to say my favorite. Or I can't even remember their name. Yeah. Yeah, no. I guess that's like my three or four. Yeah, I'll just put like my current favorite is like in her own words. There's five. Sure. All right, next one. Now that you have your top five, if you had to erase one of them, which one would it be? I only had like four, so I'll say whatever the fifth one was I just did. Okay, you can't do that. <laughs> if you're not going to say a fifth, you have to erase one of your four. Uh, Erase one of the four. Probably. That's very hard for me. Probably Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Mine are also like pretty different. Mm-hmm. So I'd be erasing like my favorite of like that of genre. Of that genre, sure. I guess in terms of like my current music tastes, Justice would be the easiest to erase, which is but that just sounds so bad to erase Justice. Mm-hmm. And rounding out this last set of uh, music questions with a visual question, what are some of your favorite album covers? Oh, okay. I really hmm. I don't think I have anything off the top of my head. Yeah, I really like the. I'm trying to remember which Gorillaz album it was. Demon Days. I really like that style of of like animation for those characters, and then them all just on the cover is really good. I'm gonna say any Anti Flag album usually looks pretty cool. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I really liked. <clears throat> I can't even remember the title of it. I think it was just called Deftones, but the album that came out with like the skull and the roses behind it. I really like that look. And I think, oh, I really liked the art from Korn's Follow the Leader because I think that was Todd McFarlane did that. None of these are very cool. Yeah. I think those are probably my answers. I actually like the art on all the Queens of the Stone Age albums. They're usually pretty good. Alright, I'm already down into like the M's and nothing is really sticking out to me. Like popping out, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to stop that here. Sure. I don't have a great answer for that. Uh... Is that that's it for questions? I thought we had more. Anyway, that's it for questions. Uh, if you want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Uh, I'm going to give you two. Last week's was Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and this week is Return of the Oberdin. Uh I'm going to say Red Dead. Okay. All right. Uh, coming up in the next week or so, things to keep in mind, John will be back next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great uh, our minute episode for TDP plus is getting pushed back until John returns so we can be there for that and uh, we have a winner from Friday of what November's game will be and for some reason the quiet man won by so much you guys really want us to play through the quiet man and talk about this train wreck of a game from what I understand um, so look forward to that at the end of November and if this sounds like something you're interested in, either of these podcasts or any of the TDP Plus stuff, uh, you can check out our Patreon. It's a dollar for access to that. Uh, that'll do it. So we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>